0: hey everyone and welcome to already cancelled i am peter that is tara and we are going to talk about the twilight zone season one episode 27 it is called the big tall wish so full spoilers for the episode as always so yeah this is a an episode about a boxer who is at the end of his career you know he's i mean he's not like super old in terms of just you know human age but he's older for an athlete you know he's getting to that point where he's starting to wind down and he's not doing so great anymore but his girlfriend's son uh believes that he can wish anything into existence and he makes a big wish for him to do well in his boxing match and maybe that comes true we'll get into the plot as we go but tara
1: mm-hmm.
0: my dim co-host for the audio people her lighting's very <laughs> well... dim that was not a, Stim uh, that, can
1: be quite an insult? Yes, that was
0: not a comment on her intelligence in any way, <laughs> shape, or form. That was purely about the, the lighting uh, on in her in her, uh, room. <laughs> <laughs> I realize how that sounded out of context. <laughs> the, the video people can see though, they can see, that there's dimness happening here.
1: Maybe I'm a little dim. <laughs>
0: All right, but what did you think? What did you think of the big tall wish?
1: It's it's okay. I, I think it's uh I think it's good. I like most of it. Um I think I like the message of it a lot. And the performance from the lead guy was really good. There's the the girl that plays his girlfriend. I recognized her from a mystery science theater episode called The Leech Woman. Really watch. Today. Really, I, I,
0: um, I, I'm impressed with that because no, I was expecting you to say Star Trek. I was expecting you to give me a Star Trek reference, no. and, you, and you didn't. I mean, maybe she's just in Star Trek. Uh, I don't yeah. think so. She's in a, she's <laughs> in a bunch of stuff. Um, yeah, up until 2000, she was in stuff quite regular. So mm. there you go. Um, uh, I don't thought it was okay, too. I, I do not think it was a great episode. Um, uh, it, it, it was probably one of the least Twilight Zone-feeling episodes that we've had.
1: Yeah, although they do take this concept of a kid who's able to wish whatever he wants into existence, or out of existence, hmm. in a much better way <laughs> in the future. But I like what they do with this one.
0: Yeah, no, it's... Um remember we're uplifting it's got it's got this message um there is one murky I actually think
1: it's kind of a downer
0: <laughs> well it, it's kind of funny I, th- I think there's almost a bit of murkiness with the messaging where you can take two things from it and they kind of not contradict each other on their own but kind of contradict each other in the sense of like which one is this episode really about because it feels weird to be about both at the same time because mm-hmm. one's positive and one one's negative um but like you say, the actor's good. Um, I think it is worth mentioning here that the main characters in this are all black, which for a TV episode in 1960 has to be a fairly prominent detail that we can't overlook. Um,
1: right. Yeah. So I don't think we've had any like black characters in any of the Twilight Zone yet. Like even a side character, I can't remember any. No.
0: I um, I- I'm going to assume there was a side character at some point, but it's the sort of thing where I wouldn't have. You know, noted. You know, especially, but yeah. I mean, it's it's not It's noble for the time period, and it's it's obviously nice to see. But the the episodes. You know, it's a very sort of bittersweet episode, and it it doesn't really have like any sort of big huge things going for it. You kind of know exactly what's going to happen the second it introduces the idea of a big wish. You know, it's the second it starts talking mm-hmm. about the kid making wishes, you're like, well, okay, the wish is going to happen, and sure enough, it does. It. You know he, he's in the boxing match he gets knocked down and he does not in fact get up again and you will and... it's
1: sort of done in a creative way here though in, with the match let me finish my joke <laughs> I'm trying <laughs> to make a joke I didn't realize you were setting up for a joke he will in fact
0: not get back up again and you can in fact keep him down forever I was doing reverse lyrics to uh, Wamba." <laughs> I get knocked down, but I get up again. You ain't ever gonna keep me down.
1: I think that's the second time we've brought up Chumba on this <laughs> show, and we need to stop. That's too, too, twice too many. Never!
0: I will never stop. <laughs> the night away. Pissing the
1: night away. Okay, I'm done. Uh- <laughs> You're welcome, audience, for that <laughs> earworm.
0: <laughs> um, but uh, so he's actually down the mat, and he's he's uh, he's getting counted out. But it's right at this moment where where the kid, uh, who I believe his name is Henry, he 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 wishes really hard. He's watching on TV, and he's like, "No, please, please." Um, and it's like him and the other fighter just swap places. Like the time freezes for a second, you know, from our perspective, it's all these freeze frames, and then the the people switch. And all of a sudden, he's the one standing, and then he's he's declared the victor, and that's it. But it's worth mentioning, this comes, um, I think this is actually after the ad break. Uh, there's, uh, you know, this is actually quite late on in the episode, before it kind of mm-hmm. gets to the main point. Which I think is one of the defaults of the episode, almost, is that the entire first half, because like, as soon as they introduce the idea early on, you get exactly where it's going to go. But it spends a long time getting yeah. to that point still. <laughs> like.
1: But it is kind of creative where it's just a switch instead of I really wish he's gonna win and like he just knocks him out instead.
0: Mm.
1: You know, but this is because he he switches with him, you know right away that it's magic. not that he just suddenly had the skill set to win.
0: Sure. okay, yeah. so it could be ambiguous. like was it the wish, was it just him being the best? Um, but that could still right. be a good story. You could almost argue that um, him just knowing that this kid wishes for it gives him the, the belief in himself. Like you you could have a nice little, you know, message about inspiration and motivation in there. Uh, you know, the,
1: the, maybe, but it doesn't go in that direction.
0: <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, but yeah, cause... I mean, it
1: sort of it it sort of is because he's telling him to to believe in it, and if he don't, then it's not going to work.
0: Well, damn cat um, and his tail's still kind of hanging over next to the camera so it might appear out of frame no it's gone um, so yeah and there's this whole thing where like you know this, this like sleazy like promoter comes into him in the locker room and like is like oh I just have to last two rounds that's all I'm paying you for really you don't have to last any longer than that like because you, you're just you're just here to put the, put the young talented fighters over you're not really a big deal anymore kind of thing mm-hmm. and he gets so angry that he ends up punching the wall and like breaks his hand uh, which you know puts him at a disadvantage going kind out of, the fight, obviously. Um, and yeah, this you know ties into the themes of the idea that he like the, the jaded, like real world adulthood of the whole situation, kind of hitting them really hard. And uh, that it's it's not about the magic of the, the the sport anymore. It's like these people are just making it about the money and you know taking all of the love and all the everything about the the the, the boxing that he, he he liked in the first place that made him want to be a boxer and so on and so on. Uh, that child like belief of or the childlike dream that he had is is just you know yeah at the end of its life it's just deteriorating before his eyes um but of course he he wins and he's they're cheering and he's all happy and he's excited and he you know he's, he's been congratulated in the street on the way back to, to to where he lives which is in the same building as his, his girlfriend and her son henry and he he goes in and he's like you know, he traps in the door and he says oh hey and they talk for a little bit he's like oh, can i see can i see henry and she's like okay uh, he's probably waiting on you and he's always you know, lying there in bed and he's, he's going to sleep oh wait I actually i think i'm mixing things up he's not in bed until he comes after it comes back after it's switched back right because the scene because <laughs> the scene that takes place where the wishes happened and succeeded is on is on the roof
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's on the roof of the building um and he, you know, he has this faint memory, even though he's happy that he won. He has this faint memory that he was on the he was on the mat, he was losing, and all of a sudden he wasn't anymore. He asks, you know, Henry about this, and Henry, you know, is hesitant to talk about. It. He doesn't want to say, it, and that lets him know that there's some truth to this. He's like, "Yeah, I wish really hard, but it'll only be true if you if you believe in it. If you don't believe in it, then it, it can't be true anymore." Basically, you know, uh, Bolley is the name of the the main character. He he just. It's like, I can't, I can't accept it. I can't accept magic. I can't accept the, the the wish.
1: He's just super jaded from his life. Like, that's just not the way the world works. And he can't, once he hears that it's magic, he's like, well, that's impossible. It can't be magic. It has to be me.
0: I think you can read this two ways, though. I, I think there's the depressing side, which ties into the other scene, where it is, has it, it's him being jaded, and he just isn't willing to believe in the dream anymore. It's the idea that he's lost his childlike, belief in anything right the idea that anything can mm-hmm. come true but i think there's a positive reading this as well where he doesn't want it if it's not real where he doesn't want it if it's not him actually earning it if it's not him actually winning the match fair and square he doesn't want it he doesn't want it to just have it be a trick uh,
1: yeah i kind of thought that too while i was watching it and i also thought well maybe he doesn't want it because he doesn't want to accept that he's not the best
0: mm.
1: which is also kind of cynical <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean it, it can be cynical, but it, it can be like a composite. It can be a teaching thing more for for Henry than him. Like, no, no, no like yeah. you, I, I can't just take the win because you were able to grant it. Like, it has to be real. It has to. If I am going to feel happy about this, it has to be the real thing. I have to earn it. So, but of course, he refuses to accept the wish, and we actually flash back to the moment where he's on the mat, and time's frozen again, and it you know puts him back down. And then it ends like it should have done, where he lost. And as he's walking home, like people just like give him like stares, and like one guy's like, "You should have thrown your right hand. What are you doing, you fool?" He's like harassing the street for losing a boxing match. Um, like, go away, you bunch of idiots. Uh, but he, he comes in and he goes to see see Henry, who's lying in bed. Um, and Henry has no memory of like the the wish working, right? That that, that timeline has been erased, and mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't seem like Boley does either. Um, and he comes in and, you know, he's like, oh, I wish so hard, I wish so hard for you, uh, for you, Bolly, but it just, you know, I guess magic and wishes aren't real, because it just didn't work. And he's like, well, I guess not, but maybe, maybe, maybe they are real, maybe it's just because no one believes in them. And, again, you can read this in the super jaded way, where this is, this is the moment in this kid's life, where he learned to stop believing in things, and it's really depressing. <laughs>
1: that is kind of how i read how i read it but uh, i sort of like the episode more because of it
0: yeah um no i agree i agree it, it gives it enough, enough of like an emotional edge that it actually has something to say as opposed to just uh but I, I kind of like this idea of like again this is goes back to what i was saying before about the more positive uh take on it where Boley couldn't just accept like winning because it wasn't real is that he after he says that he says But no but maybe maybe there is magic and maybe wishes can be true but it's just that not enough people believe in them it's this idea Mm -hmm. that not just automatically being given a win and having this he still has a little bit of that hunger in him and he's still willing to go along with it for 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 henry's sake but he can't accept it for himself kind of thing i I don't know like i just there was definitely like a little positive nugget in there that i felt was kind of shining through, even though I agree that the the main point is quite cynical yeah. and jaded and depressing. <laughs> but
1: Yeah. I mean th- Yeah, you're probably right. I I don't remember when I watched it thinking that this was a sad ending. But as I reflect on it, you know, later on, I started thinking, oh, it's actually pretty dark, pretty sad, pretty like tragic because it is very much about a child who's losing his sense of wonder and becoming um, cynical, like the boxer who doesn't believe in anything anymore.
0: But here's, 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 here's the thing that makes it not so sad: is that Bowley's actually a really good person and like is a great like sort of stepdad or whatever to this kid. You know, takes him out for because the, the mm-hmm. scene ends with him saying, "Hey, t- how about tomorrow we go and see like an ice hockey game and I'll get some hot dogs, like in the park or something like that." and he's like yeah that sounds great like you know it ends in this kind of like no he's a good person like this this doesn't define who he is like this this failure like you know there's there's some positive beats in there
1: Um, i guess it kind of reminds me of like a christmas movie where like the parents have all forgotten what santa claus mm. is because they don't believe in magic anymore and the kids are like no if you only believe then santo is real and he'll bring you presents
0: yeah but and oh honestly the episode's not bad I think the episode isn't one of the greats because it does like make it clear what it's going to do very early on and then takes like you know until after the ad break because like i say the boxing match doesn't happen until after the ad break so you've got a good like out of the 25 minutes you've got the first like 12 or whatever that don't really get to the point kind of thing Mm -hmm. um surely if anything i I would have expected if you told me this this episode's plot i would have expected the cliffhanger to be after the wish like you know when the the time changes and he switches and he's like standing there winning and then go to you know uh ad break kind of thing yeah uh but it's not i did check
1: on um imdb to see if like any of the characters were in star trek cause it's a cheat that i like to do
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um i didn't see any of that but it, what i did see was that the music was done by jerry goldsmith
0: who of course scored star trek the motion picture yes yes yes, yes.
1: <laughs> based on the hit television show <laughs> star trek the original series
0: <laughs> you can have it you did your homework oh man uh so I mean, yeah, like I think the episodes is I, I think I've actually liked it a bit more probably after talking about it. Um, just yeah, because, I liked
1: it more after I thought about it too. Yeah,
0: because there is a little bit more layers there than than was. The, the, I, I think the the description could have, could have been reworked a little bit to be a bit more evenly paced. But um, mm-hmm. you know, it, 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 honestly, it kind of feels like it may just be guilty of like not like the story they've got here is a great like fifteen minute story, but obviously they have to hit like 22 23 minutes or whatever it is for the actual. You know, screen time of the episode.
1: Yeah, I um, think they're about twenty-five minutes, right? Uh, Commercial well, breaks must have been shorter back then.
0: Well, yeah, the total's twenty-five minutes, but if you take out like, the opening intro and like the you know the ending with Serling telling you about the next one and so on, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I feel like if you cut five minutes out the first half, of this it, it's probably a really tight little, great little story. Um,
1: yeah, I agree. I mean, I I did genuinely like this one. Um, I it, it's not as like eerie. <laughs> As some of the other Twilight zones that I really like, but it is you know fairly dark, and I think the acting is really well done. Well, here's, here's the it f- is interesting to have like a full African American cast in uh, a show from this time, and the plot of the show has nothing to do with their race.
0: But again here's the funny thing as you say this has got a depressing ending here's the, most twilight zone e- episodes end with like a really like the characters dead or the characters doom forever or like, like this is actually no he's going, he's going to take the kid out for some hot dogs the next day he's okay like
1: you know, okay yeah I get it that you're choosing to interpret the ending <laughs> that way
0: life is not too bad like you know like sure there's <laughs> things that we have to accept don't exist but life moves on uh, it's i a... like
1: that he's he's super jaded from life and doesn't accept that magic exists and convinces the kid to be just like him so that he could be an adult instead of and just seeing the magic fizzle away out of the kid's eyes forever into adulthood
0: you heartless bitch
1: <laughs> welcome to real life kid
0: <laughs> oh jeez um so at the end of the episode of course rod comes on screen and tells about the next one he's in a fancy set this time so this is something that they've had like a prop mm-hmm. here or there at the ending bit with him this is the first time maybe. yeah he's no
1: longer just smoking in the chair
0: yeah <laughs> he's he's walking in this big lavish like set it's like it's like the uh the foyer of a big mansion or whatever it is or like uh mm-hmm. maybe like a oh there's a big foyer and, like a big fancy building like you know whatever it may be um possibly like a, like a like some sort of gala or something like that uh, but anyway uh so he comes down um and it's someone who dies and then visits this place so it sounds like an afterlife story uh mm. more than anything uh the description uh, the episode's called a nice place to visit and the description imdb is as follows when bad guy henry francis valentine dies in a shootout with police he wakes up in the next world where his every wish is granted forever and ever i feel i feel it's going to be a monkey's paw element to these wishes where Uh-oh. it's not quite as happy as it sounds it sounds like yeah he, it sounds like he's going to eventually at the very least i'm expecting him to get bored because there's no challenge to anything he can just have whatever he wants oh uh, yeah so there's no like the immortal episodes kinda yeah Kinda, uh, maybe. So that's the next. One. That's the next one.
1: Or the twist is that he's not in heaven. <laughs> it's a good place twist.
0: <laughs> Spoiler.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh dear. Um, if that is the twist, though, I'm, I'm going to be calling up, make sure, and having a word about his uh, plagiarism. <laughs> so that sounds interesting. We'll see how the next one shapes up. Uh, that's episode twenty-eight next week. Uh getting getting up there in the numbers. Yeah, the numbers. Twenty
1: eight.
0: We're still at nine left. And we're of the like season. what,
1: a third of the way through the season? Or
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, to be to be fair, we're two thirds. Just over two thirds through. But <laughs> still, it's an insane amount of episodes for, for one season uh but yeah that is us uh you can of course let us know what you think of this episode of z twilight zone in the comments below you can like and subscribe all that stuff you can support us of course by rating the audio podcast on your audio podcast app of choice uh apple podcast being the most common one gives us a nice five stars and, and whatever and it helps people find us and that kind of thing uh how else can people support us uh t dog
1: <laughs> don't call me that
0: that's dog with uh <laughs> you know a-w, a w and not oh just for the record
1: Still don't call me that. <laughs> <laughs> check out our Patreon page; it's patreoncom slash TV. You can donate as little as a dollar per month, and you get a bunch of bonus stuff. So check it out.
0: Um, you can do that. You can check out the content we have. Of course, we have a sci-fi movie mm-hmm. podcast that me and Tower do called the Ace, the Atomic what? Cinema Experiment, and uh, it, it, it. you know it's occasionally pretty good? I, we we received a lot of praise for a Terminator terminator 3 episode that we just did recently that just went up publicly like a week or two ago but the time this goes up
1: it's the most praise that movie's ever seen
0: <laughs> so uh do check that out check, check that podcast out uh see if you if you like us talking about twilight zone it makes sense you might like us talking about the sci-fi stuff uh so go and have a look at that um but otherwise that is us so thank you once again for watching or listening we always appreciate it keep watching t- tv guys in the twilight zone